Hey, it's BGD, and this is the first Stuff Employers Should Know Select episode. Uh, if you haven't noticed, despite the fact that we've only just creeped into November, they're already starting to play the Boney M at uh, all shopping centers, and we can see all the festive decor is now all over the place when it comes to wherever we are now involved in any form of consumerism. But um, just like last year, coming out of our pandemic and lockdown, the year-end function or uh, end-of-year party is probably going to be in even more full swing this year than it was last year. So we're going to be using this select episode that was from December last year, uh, even more relevant now than ever. So yeah, enjoy the episode. With level one lockdown regulations, year-end functions are back on the menu. How do employers curb misconduct and potential PR disasters from happening on their watch? This is Stuff Employers Should Know. Welcome to Stuff Employers Should Know, a podcast navigating the legal complexities of South African employment and labor laws. Proudly brought to you by LabourNet, management's ultimate HR solution. Hey, and welcome to the podcast. I'm Barry Gordon-Davis, and I'm joined by my producer, Yasser Yas, like it, Ismail. They have made R-rated Hollywood movies about them, and the internet contains lists detailing the wildest stories we have ever heard about them, and cleaning up the potential employee relations fallout after them keeps most employers up at night and, and in cold sweats from around about November each year. The office year-end party has really gained legendary status of being the epicenter of office debauchery and bad behavior. So where 2020's lockdown levels prevented most employers uh, from having year-end functions, you know, now that we're sitting in lockdown level one and uh, things are having a sense of normality or returning to some form of normality. I know that there's going to be a lot of employers this year being 2021 um, starting to have year-end functions again, obviously with uh, responsible social distancing and responsibly um, socializing and the like. But uh, that being said, I think it's something that's going to happen. So, uh, yes, sir, tell me, have you ever attended an office party that has gone off the rails? Thanks for the intro, Barry. <laughs> well, I wouldn't say it's ever gone off the rails. I think they've all been pretty much tamed office parties or tamed year-end functions. Now, I'm not too sure if that's a good thing or a bad thing for me. Well, personally, I've always been surprised at the the behavior I've witnessed at office parties and uh, some of the stories from clients, you know, about uh, some of the situations that they've had to deal with or asking us to assist them with uh, some insane situations. Effectively, I find that a lot of employees uh, commit career suicide at office UN functions. Um, and it's just it's just amazing to me how people can just, just let their hair down to such an extent in front of their employers. <laughs> it definitely is quite strange to witness. I suppose alcohol plays the biggest role in employees being, what I'd say, naughty. Well, that's definitely, probably, most definitely <laughs> the reason. And, uh, uh, you know, where the rules regarding consumption of alcohol at the workplace or even for work functions are usually relaxed by the employer – Employees are quick to forget that although they may consume alcohol where they otherwise wouldn't be able to, all the remaining company rules and regulations remain in place. So then, Barry, what 
are some of the most common issues stemming from office parties and year-end functions like? Well, in some cases, it can <laughs> it can present greater uh, employment relations challenges than probably the whole rest of the year uh, as a re- result of the excess alcohol consumption that results in lack of uh, inhibition. And, uh, you know, now we're sitting in an era of social media and uh, tagging specifically, which has now the added possibility of uh, making a company year-end party a PR scandal for the employer. And, um, yeah, the the potential reputational harm and brand damage that can occur is is, is endless as a result. But uh, most of the common forms of misconduct committed at year-end functions, usually uh, as a result of alcohol, as we were saying, uh, includes insolent behavior, damage to company property, inappropriate comments being made, uh, fighting, and uh, unfortunately as well, sexual harassment. So from my understanding, those are all workplace rules, right? Um, but many year-end functions happen off-site or after hours. So how is it that those workplace rules are then applied? Yeah, so employers must remember that employment laws are applicable even where they year-end function takes place outside of the workplace or even working hours. In fact, uh, in a sexual harassment case that happened or what was presented in front of the the LAC um, or the Labor Appeal Court in 2015, uh, being the Campbell Scientific Africa Limited versus Simmers matter and others, um, it was held that an employer is entitled to discipline an employee for misconduct, which was both related to and impacted on the employment relationship. And despite the fact that the incident occurred outside of the workplace and outside of working hours, the court found that the seriousness of the employee's misconduct that uh, impacted on the employment relationship made any future employment relationship totally impossible and found that dismissal was fair. I see, but this brings a certain situation to mind. So what happens when employees, in the wrong of course, blame the employer for allowing the alcohol to be consumed? I mean, remember, the employer technically has extended an invite to attend a year-end function, and in most cases, they're supplying the alcohol. Yeah, the reason for my behavior was because you provided the alcohol. Well, uh, that's generally the excuse that gets used, but uh, it must be noted that even though the company has allowed for the consumption of alcohol or even has provided it, it is the employees that still have the duty to be responsible and adhere to all applicable company rules and re- regulations. So being under the influence of alcohol, although it may be mitigating, is not a valid excuse for any misconduct uh, during the function. Okay. So what should employees do in the run-up to the year-end function? Well, that's the, the million rand question, I suppose. Hey, <laughs> And uh, what can employers do to prevent this type of behavior? So it all goes around awareness, really. Um, effectively, that the employer creates awareness and makes it clear to employees as to what constitutes uh, unacceptable behavior and the potential consequences uh, for such behavior. So the employees really need to be made aware of the boundaries at that uh, year-end function or at the office party. And uh, for employers, keep an eye on social media. You never know what's been said about you or what's been posted that you've then been tagged in. So implementing and promoting a social media policy ahead of the time or just creating awareness about, around your current one can ensure that staff understand what behavior 
online will be acceptable or not. There's obviously posts that can really put the company's name into to disrepute and uh, just advising employees as to what behavior online that's associated with the brand would be seen as acceptable or not. Um, employees should be w- made aware of all the other policies that could be affected by um, a year-end function, uh, being bullying, harassment, discrimination, and the general disciplinary code that they should all be made aware of, um, just advising them as to the fact that these would still be applicable, despite the fact that we're going to be off-site after hours where everybody's going to be letting their hair down. So, And another thing that really has to happen is employers taking positive steps to promote responsible drinking and prevent employees from driving home after drinking, Uh, really advising them of the e-hailing services and uh, uh, really advising them that where possible, if it is off-site, maybe they can still stay there if it's a hotel or conference center that's happening at. But um, yeah, it's really for employers to make employees aware that it is the season to be responsible. So that concludes another episode of Stuff Employers Should Know. Get in touch on social media or drop us an email at sesk at labornet.com. Let us know what you think of the show or let us know what topics you would like us to discuss on the show. So from myself, BGD, and Yas, who will be well-behaved at our year-end functions, till the next episode, stay safe, be responsible, and cheers. Stuff Employers Should Know was proudly brought to you by LabourNet, management's ultimate HR solution. For more episodes from Stuff Employers Should Know, go to Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, or wherever you play your favorite shows. Case law or statutes referenced in the podcast are current at the time of recording.